Hi there, it's Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. Going to be talking about the 1931 film Dracula in its 4K edition, of course. So when the first of the Black Friday sales popped up, I realized there wasn't really a whole lot I'm looking for this year. In years past, Black Friday was a time where you could get 4Ks for under 10 bucks and you would stock up on things you needed. But I kind of buy things as they come out if I want them and I've kind of really cut back so there wasn't much. But something caught my eye at Best Buy and it was the classic quintessential monster movies. 1931's Dracula, 1931's Frankenstein, 1941's Wolfman in their steelbook 90 and 80th anniversary editions from last year were on clearance sale and they're getting rid of them. They're cheaper than the regular 4K editions to get them in the steelbooks. Same, they're the exact same thing, just as cheaper to buy the steelbook. Well, well, they're not clearance, I guess. Now, yes, it would have been timely to get these before Halloween and review them, but hey, these are quintessential classics that they've set the tone for every horror movie that's come after. So let's get into the first one. I checked out Dracula tonight. Now, short version is, these are old films. This movie was made in 1931. It is 91 years old. Let that sink in on just how old that is. It's black and white. It's pillar box, which means the black bars are on the sides. It's square pictured. It's, it's a beautiful black and white. The 4K does a wonderful job. There's a bit of film grain because, again, this is a 1931 film. But it looks amazing for its age. Luminous even. The characters, the faces, the details. It just looks fabulous. It's got a two-channel mono soundtrack. Sounds fine. I mean, considering its age, it's surprising how silent the movie is. There's not really a musical score. There is an extra that allows you to watch the movie with Philip Glass's score with the Kronos Quartet. I have not watched that before. And the next time I watch Dracula, I'm going to do that. Another extra is also the Spanish version, which is actually longer and was filmed at the very same time on the very same sets as this Bela Lugosi classic. Now, watching it now, I I remember watching this as a kid. I thought I had it so memorized. You know, we all have that Dracula story memorized that I thought the movie would be boring. It's an hour and 10 minutes long, you know, but I really wasn't that excited of watching it other than I wanted to see what it looks like. And it does look fantastic. But I really enjoyed the movie. It's got special effects for its day. They're matte paintings and stuff, but how they're integrated like with like the carriage riding into a what has to be a painting. There wasn't a castle like that. There wasn't a path like that, but it looks pretty darn good. The fact that Bela Lugosi, he's a weird looking dude. That's why this movie really stands out. I mean, you see pictures of him, you hear the stilted talk and the, you know, the blah. Um, but to actually see it in action, he's kind of a strange dude. One person that really stood out to me, Dwight Fry. He was the solicitor who comes at the beginning to bring the papers so he can buy the Abbey. So the Dracula can buy the Abbey in England. He becomes Renfield. That actor does such a change. You almost think they changed actors. 
he goes from being this mild-mannered solicitor to this crazed nutball. His eyes, Dracula, Bella Lugosi's eyes, even Mina, once she's infected by Dracula's spirit, their eyes, and they're, they're just acting, but it's amazing. Again, this movie was tame, probably even by the standards of its day, but it changed things. And the way Bella Lugosi played it, the way it was filmed, the way the whole thing was put together is, is just, it is a cornerstone of every horror movie that's come after every little thing. We have built on it. We've made it better. We've made it slicker, faster, more gory, whatever. But this is it. This is the quintessential distilled version of what any good horror movie needs to be. It tells a good story. It just kind of ends, I will say that, when they finally kind of overcome the power that he's had on them and they, they're ready to drive the stake through his heart. It, it just kind of happens. It ends. Nina's free and there's not even credits. It just ends. 1931 film, right? But the directing is good. It, it is very much a stage play filmed. A lot of old movies are that, and it's blocked and acted like it's a stage play, but it does achieve higher, loftier goals than that. It becomes the centerpiece for the universal monster universe. It's followed by Frankenstein and Wolfman and Creature from the Black Lagoon and the Invisible Man and all those things. The very first shared universe before Marvel, before DC, Universal Monsters. Of course, they've tried to redo that modern times to not very good effect. Sorry, Tom Cruise. But man, these are even more quintessential than I remembered. So it's a 1931 film. It's not going to look brand new, but if you, you know, Temper your expectations and remember what you're looking, that this movie's preserved this well, that it will look this good forever now because we have this 4K version that I can blow up to 130 inches or whatever. It looks fantastic. It sounds as good as it's going to sound. I can't wait to listen to it with the, uh, the music from Philip Glass and watch all the extras. I did watch one extra. I had no idea there were this many versions of Dracula that uh, Bram Stoker died right before some of these movies got made, that the original Dracula movie was a Hungarian thing that's been lost to time, that it's just gone. That's craziness. That Nosferatu is a direct ripoff, that they didn't bother to get copyrights back then, and they just made a Dracula film with Max Schreck that is arguably as creepy as this is. Dracula. Converted from a stage play by Todd Browning and the rest of the people, the guy that was uh, in charge of Universal at the time. Uh, it's, again, temper your expectations sitting down to watch this and don't watch it right after something like Top Gun Maverick, which is probably the 4K of the year. But if you do like old black and white movies, this one's never looked better. And I can't wait to watch Frankenstein and the Wolfman next and get into more of these it's like paying homage to the, you know, the forefathers, if you will. If you're into certain things, you probably like the best baseball players of all time or the best football players, or the best bowlers or the best books of all time. 
these are some of the greatest movies of all time. The, the, the greatness of these movies echo 91 years later in movies that are still being made today. What more can you say about art if it still resonates after almost 100 years? That's incredible. So Dracula, should you pick it up? It's going for about 20 bucks on 4K. You do get a lot of extras, including a whole different version of the movie. And the Spanish version is in 4K. So some of, they're running, running around 20 bucks. But if you can find these steelbooks, they're under 15. To me, to own a copy of a quintessential classic I could pull out any time and watch, I think 15 bucks is nothing. Is it one of the greatest movies of all time? Well, there's, there's quite a few movies I hold higher. From 2001, A Space Odyssey to Citizen Kane. But they were made later. Newer technology. Better everything. Dracula comes from a time when we were still figuring out movies. Figuring out what audiences want. Adapting a straight a stage play into a film that scared people at the time. And that still holds up today as, well... These things have become cliches, but this, this is the first time they were done. There's nothing cliched about them if you're the originator. Dracula on 4K is pretty much a revelation. Best the movies ever looked. If you're into universal horror movies, run, don't walk. It's really amazing. Scott Hamilton, I'm Rockfile. A uh, quick review of Dracula, the 1931 classic. I'll watch some of the extras and do a, another review. Matter of fact, watching the Spanish version will probably... Um, lend itself to a whole review itself. And I will get to uh, Wolfman and Frankenstein very, very, very soon. 90th anniversary edition, a year later, on clearance. Pick these up if you can. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. My links are below. Have a spectacular day. Thank you for listening.